All right. Well, farther farther down the street is Adams. Yep. Yeah. You know, um, this is a project that was in the works for for a good number of years. Probably we started those the, then in 2015, and um, you know, um, you know, tested tested with the community. Did it make sense for us? And did some independent feasibility for that. Did, did some fundraising campaign down there. Uh, received some very generous gifts, but also. Um, some state grants to help make that project a reality. And so, you know, COVID was kind of a time like, ooh, do we put a pause on this? We don't know what, what you know, there's going to be a lot of uncertainty. Do we do this or don't we do this? But as we, we came out in June, July, the board revisited it in 2020 and said, yeah, this is this is what we need to do. And so by the end of that year, we we got our bids for that project and we said, yep, we're, we're good to go. And so uh, in um, March of 2021, we started construction and that led to grand opening on August 30th. And um, it's it's uh, it was one of those things that we 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 learned that yeah, there would be about six hundred new members if we were to to build this facility and certainly as we did our performance that 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 worked out really well for us but you know again today we're we're at a thousand two as of today so you know there's been a tremendous response to that facility and it's a sixty six hundred square foot facility it's a brand new facility so where is it located in in Adams yeah so if you're familiar with uh, the main main uh, thirteen going into there and right. then there's Park Street um, which is if you're familiar with where the middle school is and right across the street from that is the mid state technical college campus you turn mm-hmm. right on Park Street and you follow that down two blocks on the left hand side is the YMCA and it's Kitty Corner to Burt Morris Park. Okay, uh, which is a tremendous asset for for that for that county and for that city in terms of its outdoor ball fields and tennis courts and sports and recreation. So that will that will bode well for our ability to do more community outreach related to that. It's uh, in close uh, proximity to the community center, which was is very uh, good at uh, was serving seniors, and the ADRC is located there. Obviously, uh, it's right across the street from Aspire Stock uh, Clinic that there's there. So. Our, our connection with um, with them and, and and the middle school, right? The school, so it's right within walking distance, and we see a lot of kids that that are walking down there right after school to use those facilities. And so, um, again, brand new facility, sixty six hundred square feet. It's got a uh, wellness center with you know all that strength and cardio equipment in it. It's got a, a group exercise studio that doubles as a multi purpose room, so we can do education programming out of there. Um, right now, we have a partnership with a dance studio down there, so they. They work with us, and they have about you know anywhere from fifteen to thirty girls that go in there for dance pro, uh, classes. It's got universal locker room, a small drop-in child watch area, and another you know kind of like pr- a stretching core area uh, for that. So that's kind of our our our, as our immediate footprint. And the reason we, we liked it so much is that we know that there's a lot of needs um, of that community. So. Certainly, all the things that we're facing here in Wisconsin Rapids or in Southwood County, right? You know, attracting, retaining young families, adults, right? Um, having amenities and quality of life indicators like what the Y can provide, um, you know, and increased obesity rates and um, drug and alcohol use and needs for childcare. You know, all those things that we have here, that's amplified down there, right? I mean, they're falling even you know, near the bottom of all counties in the state. So for us, it's like, okay, if we can get a footprint there, then it allows us to do more community outreach and help support youth and mm-hmm. adults and families from that. And certainly it's been, it's been a, a very positive uh, piece. So we, we've done some interviews with uh, law enforcement, so it was sheriff and some of the police chiefs. And that's one of the big things is the health of the community really is a representation then of the, you know, I don't want to say you're calling anybody criminal, but it, it is that um, where's through those habits and everything lead to, you know, the addictions and all those other negative parts of the community you know, it helps. Or it starts with us being healthy and in our body. And, you know, that really builds confidence and you can go further with that too. It's great. Right. You want to have access to, you know, um, programs and services and opportunities for, for, um, individuals, whether it's a, you know, a youth, adult, or a family. So, you know, and you think about businesses, right? They're trying to attract and recruit talent to the area, right? Mm -hmm. And so, you know, what's going to, what's going to be appealing for, for an individual moving into that community, whether it's here, whether it's down there, right? So now they have something to, 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 to point to. And, 
you know, businesses want to make, and we talked a little bit about corporate membership, businesses want to make investments in their employees and their health and well-being to drive down health care costs, right? So, right. well, it, it, there's no there's no access to any of that down there, right? So now, now there's an opportunity um, um, for individuals and companies to partner with the Y to help support their workforce. So you talk about workforce development, you talk about quality of life indicators, you know, we're, we're happy that we're and feel fortunate that we can help provide some support in that area. We know that we're not the answer to all, but we certainly can help play our part and be a partner in that. Mm -hmm. So if people are curious about joining the Y, how do they go about doing that? Yeah. So either you can call our, our main line, um, which is 715-818-9622. Anybody at the front desk can answer those questions, um, even with Adams as well. Um, as well as you could go online. We have that option as well. So um, you can go online, see the different options. We actually have a calculator to see just a rough estimate if you would qu qualify for our MFA program. Again, I would never say to use that as a specific indicator, just gives a rough estimate. Everybody has situational um, you know, things going on. So, um, But then also you can join online with um, a, a standard membership as well. You can do that all online. Same with registering for programs as well. Do that all online. Otherwise, you just stop on in. We make it very easy for everybody. No matter what type of membership you're looking for, you just stop in whenever we're open and we can help you. And then you talked about the online part. Um, so myself as a recent member, uh, went on the online system and looked at it, it is so user-friendly. And it really gives a lot of good details and information. So those frequently asked questions can really be taken care of if you know a little online savvy and can go in and search it out real quick. And like you said, stop in or give you a call. Yeah, it it was so great. We just recently launched that new website and it's been amazing. You can tell how user-friendly it is because immediately after we did that, um, people started joining or finding, you know, the answers to the questions or then calling, hey, I looked this up, you know, can you clarify this for me, which is great because that that helps them give, you know, give them an understanding of what we all have to offer. And then for those more specific questions or if they, you know, have anything more to ask, they can always just call us. But yeah, really, really user-friendly, nice and easy. And even if you're not a member and just want to participate in programs, you can sign up as essentially a non-member and then register for programs that way. So it just makes it very accessible for anybody to be able to join or register for those programs. That's neat. I didn't know the a la carte option was available for the individual programming. So for example, any of our youth programming um, are, are non-value added programming. So sure. um, group fitness programs are value added. So it's free for members only. Same with drop-in childcare for members only, um, but all of our youth classes, um, youth sports classes, swim lessons, gymnastics, you don't necessarily have to be a member um, in order to to participate. Um, it is a little bit of a higher fee, obviously, like I, you know, Brett had said, members get a lower rate for that. But, you know, if you want to even try it out and see first, um, you can start out with the program and, and register as a non-member, which is a really nice option. So now one of our other favorite topics to talk about, um, there's obviously income coming in from the membership dues, but it's a big community support focus and you guys do fundraisers as well. So what, what other ways can we support the YMCA? <laughs> uh, thank you for that question. Yeah. So when you talk about kind of how the why works a little bit. So yes, we do have membership fees. We do have program fees and that's certainly part of our revenue mix, but uh, you know, we rely about 16 to 20% of our, of our, our revenue to come in the form of contributions uh, so that we can uh, keep our fees low and be accessible and affordable to all. And so we rely on the generosity of our community to help us to, to support that. So, you know, we do, we do different things. So one, one area is our annual campaign, which is really launching this, this month. Okay. Our annual campaign, um, you know, looks to raise you know, uh, roughly $200,000 to help support our membership for all program. Again, membership and, and program fees um, for that. So we we ask of our own staff and, and our volunteers and our members and the community and businesses to help support that. Um, again, we have a lot of generosity. So people can make a one-time annual gift um, um, or that or make it reoccurring each year, which just helps us in our overall ability to 
continue to deliver programs and services. Um, and then we do some special events. Um, and some events events are are meant to help raise funds to help support our program. But a lot of our events are out there just to provide events, fun family friendly events. So, you know, one event that we do some fundraising around is our Bridge to Bridge 5K mm-hmm. Run Walk, which mm-hmm. is uh, last couple of years it's been closer to the June timeframe. Now it's moving back to its original August uh, okay. timeframe with that. Um and, you know, that slogan is to help help ease chronic disease. So proceeds from that event go to help underwrite our chronic disease programming. Because if you're, uh, example, our Live Strong at the YMCA program, that's a 12-week free program. You don't need to be a member to participate in that. And you don't have to, you know, whether you've just been recently diagnosed or five years removed, you're considered a cancer survivor. And so you're eligible for this program, but the Y helps provide not only helping you reclaim your health and strength and endurance and flexibility, but there's a, a group support component of that to say, okay, you know, um, I'm dealing with medications, how, you know, my body's responding this way or, or mental. And so when, when you participate in that event, you're helping to help underwrite, underwrite that program too, so that we can continue to offer that at no cost and other programs like that. Uh, piece of it. So that's a that's a nice event for us. The other big event is our annual golf outing, which is always the first Monday of the year. And that uh, the proceeds from that go into our membership for you all. You said the first co- Monday of the year. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Thank you. Thank you. It's I'm first, like, wait a minute. We're January. going golfing in yeah. January. Yeah. I'm like, first, wait a minute. <laughs> first Monday of August. I'm sorry. Thank you for that clarity. Yes. Yeah. yeah. First. What, what golf course are we going to? I mean, if yeah, it's out in Florida, yeah, I'm, I'm game. You're all but, four, right? Hawaii. Yeah. Hawaii, right? There we There's, go. Okay. There you go. Yeah. It's the, it's the first Monday in August is our annual golf outing, which is always held out at the ridges. Um, again, proceeds from that event go to help support our membership for all programs. So, um, you know, um, that's always a great, great turnout for that event. About 120, 130 golfers each year that help support um, all our various programs with that. But other special events that we do, I mean, we do a father-daughter dance that's uh, that's done in partnership um, Mm -hmm. uh, with the Boys and Girls Club. Is there an age limit? No, not at all. Really? No, not at all. Mm -mm. Um, And, uh, you know, we... We, um, this year, I think it was close to 180 uh, fathers and daughters that oh, came wow. to our event here. And last year, we put it on hiatus because of COVID. Right. We were happy to bring it back. And this was our first year in our new facility with this event. And so we were just uh, amazed by the turnout. And that, and that was just a nominal fee just to, you know, help cover some of the costs of, of putting the, the event on. So we don't make any money with it, but it's, it's just one of those community benefits that we provide. Uh, uh, from there... Um, we move into our, our, our mother-son scavenger hunt that we do out at, out at camp that's always done in May time frame, kind of do with our open house, another free event. Um, then um, uh, in, the, in the fall, we do Halloween at the Y. This okay. last year, we had nearly 900 uh, folks come in for that event at our Y. So just a fun, safe um, Halloween event for the kids and the family opening up the Y to access to anybody and everybody with that. And then in uh, December, we do breakfast with the Grinch. And we do yep. that out at, out at camp. Um, again, just a nominal fee for that, just to cover the direct expenses of that event. But come out and have your traditional uh, breakfast with it. Get your picture taken with that. There's a lot of different games. And now um, we, we're looking at providing, um, quite honestly, free community events on a monthly basis. Okay. So again, don't have to have access. Don't have to be a member. To come in, but you know what? You just want to take the kids and have some good family time together, quality time, and you come to the Y. So I'm going to ask another back-in-the-day question. Um, do you still partner with the local schools to do after prom? No, but lock-ins have come back up. <laughs> so those good old classic lock-ins, uh, whether it's prom or, or some other event, um, I, I, see, I sense that those might be coming back to our organization. So. I mean, they were always fun. I mean, we didn't have to go to prom, but we could always go to after prom at the Y. Yep. And, you know, we would all go to the Y afterwards and we go, you basically get locked into the YMCA and you got free <laughs> reign of the Y pretty much all yep. night long until I think it was 6 a.m. we got kicked out. Yep. When the regular people, yeah, there was food, there food. was pizza, there was, you know. You bring your sleeping bag if you needed it. Right. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it was, yeah. it was great. You had a sleepover at the YMCA, you know, you're a teenager and, you know, that's where, what we did was yeah. after prom. Every yeah. single year, they always had the after prom. 
handed out a whole bunch of prizes. So I was just kind of curious if you still partner with the schools for the after the prom or... No, those, I don't know when those went away, you know, and each community does them a little bit different, yeah. but you know, my wide travels, you know, I'm very familiar with the lock-ins and type of stuff like that. But uh, Stacy might be able to know better than I do in terms of some of the requests that we get for, for rentals of our spaces. Yeah, we get, we get quite a few uh, rent, you know, rental um, requests. So we do, uh, we rent out the pool as uh, for, we've had uh I believe it was Boy Scouts coming in, as well as just even um, youth youth groups with churches that they want to come in and utilize our spaces. Um, we have businesses that love to use our conference room area, you know, whether it's team building or they have multiple locations and they want to gather everybody. It's a good um, central location. Um, I know that though the lock-in is still something that everybody's talking about. It actually was brought up by our staff. At one of our staff meetings, a lot of individuals um, are like, I remember going there. That was one of the fun, you know, most fun times we've had. And so we keep hearing yeah. that over and over and some other great ideas um, coming from our members as well as staff about things that we should bring back. And it's really neat to see that the Y does listen to its members. So if it happens to be something that you're you're interested in as a member, eventually you're going to see that become a program. Yep. and I've seen members get asked to lead that particular mm. new whatever until they can find an instructor. Yep. Because if you had the knowledge of, okay, you know, we're going to do the, the dance aerobics or whatever we had. I can't remember what program it was, but they really enjoyed doing it. They knew how to do it. Eventually, there was a we started the program and the member became the instructor until she couldn't do it anymore. And then yep. you guys found an instructor to kind of take over this really cool program. Absolutely. You know, you touch on, a, a, I think, a, a critical component of what's kind of our our secret sauce is that the why is and will always be community centered. So mm -hmm. whatever the needs are of the why, the why is going to, is going to adapt its programs and services to help support those needs. We just completed our strategic plan, which is, you know, we heard from the community, we heard from our members, we heard from our staff. What are the, the most pressing community needs? And then where does the why help to support that? And so as we look at the next three years, how we're you know, going to be shaping that, um, our program and services to help fulfill those needs because it's ever, ever changing. Right. And, and, and that's where you see, if you go across this country, um, you see whys take on different programs based upon the needs. So you go out to San Francisco, they're, they're dealing with teen homelessness, mm -hmm. right? You go down to Chicago, you're dealing with gang prevention. Um, and so, and, and it's not just, you know, you look at, you know, North America, the, the Y is a worldwide organization. So the Y is in over 125 different countries, but no matter where you go, that Y takes on the shape and the needs of its community. So you go to Africa, it's more social services, right? It's clothing, it's food, it's mm -hmm. vaccinations, it's, you know, um, a job job, you know, type of placement, you know. Um, and I believe during the Christmas season, you guys do the Toys for Tots drop-off point, um, all the all the local food drives and stuff like that. The YMCA has always been a drop-off point. Yes. So I believe Help for the Homeless is going on currently. Yep. And so I believe the Y is, again, another drop-off point for that. So, I mean, it's really nice to be able to see that, you know what, no matter what's going on, the Y is going to be at the center of it. Right. Well, that that's kind of where, you know, the, the wise focus areas are youth development, healthy living, social responsibility. So, you know, you hit that point right on the head, which is social responsibility. So we think it's important that we not only, you know, provide opportunities for our members to give back, not to our organization, but how can it support other organizations in this town, right? How can we lift all all boats up with the tide? And mm -hmm. so, you know, Toys for Tots, um, our gift of warmth, right? Helping to benefit the family center. So there's a lot of ways that we we want to try to partner with that. And, you know, you just mentioned a little while ago about our partnerships with the school districts. You know, one of the things I think we're really proud about with our, our one of our partnerships with the school districts is around summer school and swim lessons. Mm -hmm. And so, you know, we, we've, for the longest time, we've had this great partnership with Nakusa School District on summer school. So they get access to swim lessons. They get access to youth sports. We help them with math um, achievement with that as a program at the Y and at the school, and we'd bust them back and forth, right? Well, that program is carried over to the new facility. Um, and then the Almond Bancroft School District, you guys so, still bring in the swimmers so for that. We do for that. Yeah. Um, now, Adam's Friendship, 
as well. And Port Edwards now has brush swimmers. So this past summer, we had nearly 400 children that we served in rural swim lessons that this is their only exposure to water or this important life-saving skill. Yeah. Right. You know, it's fun. You know, Alban Baycroft and Adam's friendship, you know, these 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 children would come in, they get bust in, but some of them don't have swimsuits. Right. Never been exposed to the water before. But, you know, then then they're sitting outside in our outdoor seating areas for their lunch, you know, and having that social interaction time before getting on the buses and going back to their communities. But, you know, it's just it's just so awesome for us to be able to provide that type of stuff. So how can we even do more of that, right, for some of our other rural areas? That Well, and it's it's one of those things where it was year after year, you got to see the same kids come back. So you yep. got to see the kids when they first started learning how to swim. And then I'll see them work their way all the way up from the little pool, all the way up to the big pool, and just kind of see their growth. And they would remember the teachers from the previous year. And you really got to know the kids, yep. even though you only saw them one day out of the week. You really got to know those kids. Yep. And that's important, right? You know, not only are we teaching a, a child an important life, lifelong skill, a safety skill, but they're they're getting access to positive adult role models, right? right? And that's what's critical for that, that social development and emotional development of a child is, you know, that interaction and a safe place to meet friends and, you know, learn from, you know, a different adult figure, that type of stuff. So, you know, those are the, all those, that's the magic of, you know, uh, of what the why is. The magic not, of the why. Right. Just, <laughs> it's more than just swim lessons. It's more than just gym and, and sports and stuff like that. It's really all those under the surface level things that we, we try to bring to, to uh, folks and individuals in our, in our community. One another partnership that we just recently um, started or program with um, the partnership is with ODC. So we've always had a a great partnership with them, but we've extended it. So we used to just allow um, them to bring in their clients, come on in, utilize the why. And what they noticed as well as us was that they, their clients were kind of scared to venture out or, you know, not really know okay, I, I'm just going to stick with swimming because that's all I know. I don't, I, I might want to go on the basketball, you know, a shoot basketball, but I'm a little nervous as well as wanting them to be more independent, right? Mm-hmm. Them to be able to get their own membership, go to the Y whenever they want and, and know everything about the Y and, and what they like, what they don't necessarily like and be able to really have um, full access to it. So we just implemented this within the last couple of weeks where we started this Passport to the Y program in partnership with ODC. So they can bring any of their clients that are interested in, they get a passport book. And over the course of two months, they get a free membership. And this passport book um, gives them on a weekly basis a couple of different things to do to explore. So whether it's um, try and shoot three baskets or um, check out our our therapy pool, um, you know, try a cardio machine, those types of things, as well as, you know, interact, meet new members or meet some staff. And they get a stamp, we'll stamp at the front desk their passport each time they complete this. And at the end of the two months, if they complete it all, then um, they get a t-shirt for, you know, completing it as well as assistance with us as well as um, ODC to be able to help them with a membership if they would like it. So um, that I is went, great. Yeah, I went there about a month ago and presented it, and all their clients were so excited. They're like, I've been there. I can go there more. So I, I think this is a really, really great uh, partnership, and I love – I can't wait to see it flourish more. Now, I'm sure – and I don't want to put words in your mouth, but you're always looking for volunteers as well. Yeah, you know, yes. you know we um, – our organization has about 144 to 150 staff that we employ – but we have two to three times that amount in volunteers. And, you know, without the volunteers, you know, um, we wouldn't have the same far-reaching impact or the ability to offer bringing these programs at the the very low rates that we do. So we rely heavily on volunteerism. And they're involved in every single level of our organization, from our board of directors on down to youth sports and everything in between. So, you know, if if you're an individual out there that, you know, has a particular gift, talent, or treasure you want to, you know, share with others. The why has avenues and pathways for you to do that. And, you know, you had mentioned earlier, right, that we have existing members that, you know, have um, passions, you know, that they want to, they want to share with others. 
the Y can be a platform for that. You know, mm-hmm. you, you know, a lot of great Y programs were started by members or volunteers that said, hey, you know, um, I want to start a scrapbooking book, you know, and I want to teach others. Great. You can do that at the Y, right? Um, I want to do Bible study. Well, like, we can do that at the Y, you know. Right. Um, you know, I want to do this, you know, fitness type of challenge. Sure. We're great. We can do that at the Y. There's so many stories uh, within the Y movement of that type of stuff. So, again, you know, we have, you know, volunteer opportunities in each of our areas from aquatics to wellness to fitness membership, uh, child care that they can get involved in if they're struggling. But if there's other things that they would like to give back, reach out to us. We'd be happy to get you connected into that. It's exciting. It yeah. is. Yeah. So that's about all I okay, have. Okay. So I don't, I don't think I have any more. So do we hit on every single possible topic of the YMCA? I think so. I mean, um, and we hit on some that we weren't even know that we were going to be hitting on. Yeah, yeah. I mean, the the only thing I could think of is is that you know if if um, you know our overall community impact. We touched upon some of the numbers, but we're happy to share more. You know, I mean, you know, we think about it. This past year, we 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 provided over eleven hundred swim lessons. Um, we had. Over 1,200 kids that have provided or that uh, participated in all of our various youth sports programs, homeschool programs um, 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 out there. Um, you talk about uh, child care. So, you know, between Nakusa and Grant School and our uh, full day child care site in Rapids and then preschool in, in uh, Port Edwards, um, you know, we're, we're, we're touching upon 400 kids just in that program. Um, or childcare spots that we're providing as a result of it. So, wow. you know, um, a lot of different impact um, related to that. Uh, certainly, you know, um, you know, probably close to about three thousand folks or or participation in all of our various group exercise classes, water fitness classes included in that. Yeah. So, um, a lot of a lot of uh, participation in our programs with that. Again, one out of five members are receiving some sort of financial assistance to partake at the Y, and that equates to about over four hundred thousand dollars of direct community benefit benefit that we provide back um, to to Southwood County. That's only going to increase even more now with regards to Adams and being included into that mix as we get into a full year of operation there. So, um, but you know, we we've we've done we've done some feedback, or we've looked for feedback from our members and. You know, asking them about what the, the the importance of the why in the community, and you know, you see, you know, eighty percent of our members saying that the why is this important, vital community resource, and certainly we we appreciate that type of recognition with it, but it also uh, puts on a, a tremendous um, uh, amount of responsibility unto us, right? How do we continue to live up to that? How do we continue to to challenge ourselves to do more with with less, right? To be more resourceful versus thinking we need more resources so that everything that is is a shepherd to us that we're stewarding that back to the folks that need it the most so you know that's 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 our unyielding mission and commitment to our community and to our folks that come into our why so yeah that, that, that would be the other stuff that I would, would be add. the other stuff yeah, to that add. would be the other stuff to add about our work in this community and I think you know um, whether you're a member or not you know people should be proud of the work that they do and the why that this why is having in, in there so um and if you're not a member I mean one thing that I think we really drove home today is that even if you're not a member there's a place for you over at the why yep. there yeah, there's a there's, program that you could fit into and you guys are not Oh, if you're not a member, don't even bother trying to come yep. into our front door. Yep. You guys are, come on in. Well, let yep. us show you what we have here. Yep. And you guys, the, the staff over there is hands down 100% friendly. They're, you ask anybody, you stop any of the staff members in, in the hall, you can play stump the staff member <laughs> and they're going to know the answer to it. Okay, not that I tried. I like <laughs> but it's really nice. I mean, with all the tours that, that we we had, every single room we went into, if there was a staff member, they had some sort of like history or some little story that they needed to tell you about the room that they were in. So, I mean, the staff is just phenomenal over there. Yep. Well, well, thank you for that. I mean, um, I... 
I think our staff uh, do it for the pure love and wanting to help people. Uh-huh. Uh, you know, I mean, we're a nonprofit, right? So we're not going to be as competitive as, as other employers in town. But when you, you come to the You get a hold of Matt. Yeah, well, you get a hold of Matt. If Matt greets you at the front door, that's yeah. at least a 20-minute stop yes. of him telling you about every single youth <laughs> program he has. And he's super excited about it. I yep. mean, there's like the level of excitement is like at a 20. It, yep. It's not like at a 5. It's at a 20. Yeah. He knows everything about his programs and he's just, he's a fun, fun gentleman to chat with. He is. He absolutely is. Yeah. We, we have some tremendous staff. We're very fortunate with uh, the, the, the staff that we have at the Y and, and certainly they're, they're wanting to give back and, and help others is, is, uh, you know, one of those key qualities that we look for. So, mm-hmm. but yeah, I mean, you know, you know, we look, you know, kind of to the future of where the Y is and they had mentioned a little bit about our strategic plan. So for us, um, you know, the big things that are rising to the top is, is how do we continue to be that, um, that, that, um, that, that go-to resource around health. And when we talk about health, it's really around um, our mission of spirit, mind, and body. Yeah. Um, and, it, and it's, it's even beyond body and mental health, right? That's a growing issue. So that's one of our key priorities um, over this year. Uh, the next is, is that, you know, we're an organization that that um, is looking to collaborate and partner with anybody and everybody, right? Because if we do that successfully, we serve more people, right? We right. provide greater access. So having meaningful and purposeful uh, collaboration is is another key priority for us. And, and one that I'm really excited about, you know, as the years to come is, is about how can the why be a source of hope for our community, right? You think about what's happened over the last two years, you know, it's easy to look at the divisiveness and the despair and all that stuff. So how can the why be a beacon of hope, right? And for us, what that means is, you know, how can we help support families and that's that family unit? Um, how can we be uh, an equity center, right? A health equity center. So, you know, you're not just benefiting from the why services, but you're providing from other multiple partners in that. So we're, we're looking at you more holistically in that process. Um, and, and and our fourth priority is how we continue to build upon our capital. You know, it's not just built capital like buildings and expansions and stuff like that, but we want to be make sure that we are a, a sustainable, um, uh, financially sound um, uh, capital because we want to be here for the long haul, right? right. Um, with that, um, an investment in our people, our human capital, our social, our political capital, making sure that you know, the why is aware that the, our community is aware of that the why is here for them and they can turn to us at any time. So those are that's our <clears throat> that's our goals and our plan for the next three years is to build upon um, on those those key strategic priorities. And and that's that's coming from our community. That's what they've identified for us and we're excited about being able to help provide uh, fulfill that role, I should say. All right. So. Sounds good. Yeah. Well, we're excited when doing things like this and getting the word out. And we definitely tell all of the new people coming to the area that this is a resource and how to get in contact with. Um, we, we see people moving across the community and not realize that there's so many benefits here for them. And then certainly people coming from outside of the area as well. Right. So. Yeah. Well, thank you. Thank you for this opportunity because yeah. I think you're absolutely right. I mean, there are so many great things in our community, mm-hmm. you know, you know, from the water park to the Y, the Boys and Girls Club, and you know, Sand Valley, right? And there's and we got the new um, sports park that's being sport, built. Yeah, I yeah, mean that the, quad, the quadplex. Yeah, yeah. There's so many great things happening in our community, right? Uh, that this is, you know, this is just it's just wonderful, right? Why wouldn't you want to live, reside, and and uh, raise your kids here? And right. so, thank you for you know um, helping us. To, to share our message out there, but thank you for, for this program because I think it is important for our community to hear all the wonderful assets that we have in the community. So we thank you. and Yeah, thank you so much for having us. Oh, you're welcome. Well, Stacy and Brett, cheers, and uh, we'll catch you again the next time. Sounds good. good. It really was great having Stacy and Brett from the YMCA over. I mean, the the YMCA has been here, like you said, for such a long time. It, it is an anchor of the community. 
It really is. And it's a lot of generational situations mm-hmm. too. So, I mean, we can talk to someone who's probably about nine years old. They'll tell you all about the YMCA from when they were going to day camp and resident camp all the way down to even just those, those first timers of how exciting it is to go see the camp. And even in the building, like I've said before, I mean, they've really have a great staff over there that is super personal. I mean, I've yet to even meet one crabby person over there. Right. So, I mean, they've always been super helpful. And if you got a question whether or not, you know, you should be doing some sort of routine, they'll help you plan that as well. So they're full of great information of how to stay, stay healthy physically. And I like to hear the fact that they're starting to that mental healthness aspect of it as well. I, I think that's one of the biggest things that, you know, us personally, we, we've seen and learned from the pandemic experience is mental health can affect everybody. Right. And it really does. And you might not know where you're at, but the also mental health manifests in a physical way so mm-hmm. much. So this is really, really good. Well, we talk about burnout every once in a while mm-hmm. with different um, groups of people that we have coming in, some, some of our guests, you know, the burnout aspect of it too. And being able to have a place that's going to be able to kind of help focus on that too. So that way it's like the whole body awareness. And I really mm-hmm. think that has really come out since the pandemic. So a bit of history overall, because, you know, I, I, I'm a nerd and I like to, you know. We all are nerds history and, you know, go back and try to find more information, Mm -hmm. research things, right? So the YMCA actually started, it was founded in London by a guy named George Williams. Okay. Okay. In 1844. Nice. It was the Industrial Revolution era, uh, and actually from the YMCA page, Mm -hmm. right? Okay. I'm going to quiz you. Do you know what YMCA stands for? Yes. All right. It is the Young Men's Christian Association, I believe, or Christian Academy. Very good. You know, they, it's been thought of like the, the what Young Men's Community Association or Society or you know, all those other things, but it's really not. It's about a, another Christian right. organization. And every once in a while, you'll see the YWCA mm-hmm. because, you know, then they wanted to include the women. So it's the Young Women's Christian Association. So every once in a while, I mean, they're both from, from the same starting point, but it all depends upon whether or not you're the YMCA or the YWCA, but the goals are the same. Right. Um, in the formative years, you know, in the early 1900s, all the way through 2000s, uh, they really focused on inspiring growth of community. Um, organizations' mission spread to cities across the U.S., lifting people up and strengthening communities. Certainly here in this current century, mm-hmm. um, they've really been uh, focusing on providing essential services and support where it's needed the most. It says here on the website, we have also adapted to evolving landscape of health and well-being through new programs and partnerships designed to support generational changes in young people and modern-day families. And that that kind of goes back to a mental health topic, mm-hmm. and it's really encouraging people to relook at how we live and interact with each other um, today is so much different than it was 80, 100 years ago that people are just interacting with each other far differently. Right. So I'm excited to have a YMCA here, and it's one of the premier um, Y facilities in the state for sure. Right. Yeah, it's a beautiful building. If you haven't had an opportunity to go check it out, they love showing off their building. Oh, yeah. They do. They'd be happy to give a tour. And especially if you ask for Matt to give you a tour, it will be a very phenomenal tour. One that you will always remember because he gave our office the tour. Mm-hmm. And so we got to hear all of the fun stories. And um, I know several of the staff that's still over there from places past. And so I know Brittany would do a great job of mm-hmm. doing a tour as well. So definitely go check it out. Whoever gives you the tour is going to be phenomenal. So let's talk about the market a little bit because we're still doing a real estate show. Yeah, we're still doing a real estate show. So again, this is... The 17th of March, so St. Patty's Day. So we're doing a couple couple of recordings all, all in the same week. So if you hear St. Patty's Day mentioned in a couple of weeks, just don't worry about it. Things are all pre-recorded. So um, St. Patty's Day, 6 o'clock at night, uh, we're looking at 13 homes okay. in the Wisconsin Rapids area that we can go take a look and write an offer on. 
is better than yesterday. I think yesterday there was 10. Yes, there was. Okay. So what what are our price ranges looking like? Okay. So again, we're really, I got to go, we're going to look at under 140. Okay. Actually, we could go to 160. Let's go to 160. So under 160. So starting off at the in that bracket, we're going to go from 155 all the way down to $50,000. So, and we're only looking at seven homes. Okay. So again, if you're looking for those budget-friendly homes right now, we only have three available that are going to be under that 100000 And then the next four are going to be above that 100000 So again, really good choices out there that definitely we can get you out to see. But if we're looking for those higher-end homes, we're going to be starting around that 225 range and going all the way up to 506. Okay. So... And that's just here in our local Wisconsin Rapids that's area. That's just our local Wisconsin Rapids area. But again, we keep talking about how new stuff is coming on very quickly and stuff is coming off. Now, the way that we have our searches set up, it also covers the Plover and Stevens Point area. So we had 16 new properties come on the market, but it wasn't all just here in the Rapids area. But we're still looking at that four to five. But again, it all depends upon, you know, your price range where it's going to be listed, and the condition of the home to how fast it's going to come off the market. Right. And we do hear um, at Coldwell Banker Seward, talking with uh, all the other agents at our staff meeting that we do weekly, it's exciting. We've got properties that are coming on, mm-hmm. um, some properties that are in the works. A lot of people have taken our advice and gotten things sorted out and ready for the springtime market the past couple of weeks and couple of months. So that's encouraging. Um, and I'm quite sure that's the same with the other firms in the area as well. Correct. And it feels like spring right now. Like you said, it's the 17th. Uh, it was like 60 degrees today It and was yesterday. Yesterday it was 61 degrees. Or no, it was 65. The truck said 61, but the Facebook said 65. So, Well, I'm going to take 65 because it feels better. Right. It feels better. <laughs> and we got green grass, so I'm excited. And I understand that. By the time you're hearing this, we might have the white stuff on the, on the ground again. But don't worry. We are to that, that spot in life where it comes and it will melt very quickly. Gosh, I hope so. But it's fool's spring at the moment. Right. Um, there are some other significant signs of spring that are happening. I, I hear geese coming back. Mm-hmm. A lot of waterfowl. The birds are all chirping obnoxiously looking for food. Right. I'm going to quickly change subjects on your birds and go vacant land. Well, what, one more one more instance of spring, which okay. is where I was leading to. Okay. Orange barrels. Oh, yes, the road I, construction. Road construction. Okay, no, vacant land. Okay, so vacant land. So, again, we love our vacant land. Do we have vacant land to offer? We do have vacant land to offer. We have vacant um, land for sale. So we're looking at 132 parcels of vacant land. Not all of those are hosted or being listed by our office. No, no, but um, we have – okay, so we're going to find – and, you know, vacant land with highs and lows. Highs and lows. At, at least the price points. Um, the low is 7.9. Okay. And the high is 879,000. All right. All right. So let's look at. So we've got vacant land on the west side of town. Mm-hmm. So we've got a 0.48. It's two, it's two lots put together. Right. So that's got city sewer and water to each individual lot or what we're trying to do is sell them together. Um, but that's, you know, a perfect lot ready for a home to be built. So we've got some vacant land on the west side. That's over on 21st Avenue. 21st Avenue. On the east side. We've got some on 29th. We got some on 29th. That one does not have city and sewer to it. Um, but if you're looking for city and sewer on the east side, we do have one on Township Avenue. Mm-hmm. And that one is 0.28. So again, ready to be built. That's a great lot. I believe it's um, even uh, leveled and cleared mm-hmm. well enough. Leveled and clear clear enough. I think there's a couple stumps. I did a video on it the yeah. other day when it was all nice and sunny. It was a little windy, but I'll take a little bit of wind versus snow. So a little wind is okay. Once the weather gets better, we'll be out there with our mobile office. Right. We will be doing an open house on that one. I'm really hoping like mid-April Sure. to be able to do one. And uh, yeah, that's going to be fun. Then we've also got some other options over by the Ridges Golf Course. There's a, a lot. That's a really good size lot. I think that's right. half acre. So that one is 0.47. So yes, very close to a half acre. Again, city sewer and water. And cleared and leveled. That'd be ready cleared for Cleared and leveled, ready to go. 
awesome. And then mm-hmm. we've got another one if you're looking for lakefront or waterfront. Um, it's over on Nepco Lake. Bayshore Trail. There you go. And that one is 0.37. And that one's super cozy. It is. Because um, it's on a private bay, if you want to yes. call it like that, um, which does have access to the full side or to, to the, the big full, water. full access of yeah. big water on, on Nepco. <laughs> big water on The big Nepco. water. Um, but it's also bounded by the easement um, on one side and the public access on the, on other, the other side, side which has not yet really been developed. No. Uh, it's still very uh, wooded, but as part of that um, par- part of that division, that subdivision over there, uh, it was agreed upon that there would be public access. Right. And poof, there, there it is. And that's actually the driven into by the cul-de-sac around the corner. So um, it's very private. It, it is very private. This particular cul-de-sac only has one home right now that's been built on it. Mm-hmm. So this would be the lot uh, essentially next door to it. Right. A lot of great opportunity here. Definitely is a lot of great opportunities. So yeah, if you're looking for vacant land, a place to go camping, we got that for you. We can help you out. And more coming on the market too. More is coming on every single day. All right. I'm all done with the computer. Okay. So um, touch real quick on the economic situation uh, as a whole here in, in the country. Okay. Okay. I've been touching on this a little bit the last couple of oh, weeks. Oh, yeah. Yep. Um, so this week we had uh, Jerome Powell, who's the Federal Reserve Chairman. Um, they have quarterly meetings, I believe. So they're well, actually more than that. They're, but they're going to have, uh, I believe, seven more meetings like this throughout the year. And that's where they announce what their intent is for the, the Federal Reserve interest rates and things like that. Um, and JR talks about this quite a bit as well, that uh, the, what the Fed does is a driver of the other, um, like housing interest rates, mortgage interest rates, and, and whatnot. Mm-hmm. Um, so it was kind of uncertain what we were going to hear from Powell about what the Fed is going to do. And a lot of the economists are saying, we're going to be set up for an increase in rates. Um, there may be a technical recession coming. Uh, again, that's just where the numbers are because once you increase rates, other numbers balance against it. Right. Uh, the hope is to push inflation downward. Okay. So that more people buy things and things like that. But also the higher interest rates um, create a headwind. Okay, like if you're driving into the wind, right, you're slowed down a little right. bit. Uh, for people who are looking to purchase real estate. Um, the intent is that then there'll be less buyer demand and create an ease in real estate sales. Now, with our low inventory, which is across the country, the pretty much the same condition, it's, it's not going to be that effective with really swinging the real estate market quickly. Right. So uh, we're going to be looking at a very similar real estate market for the next 18 to 20 months at least um, until things really go to the other extreme and then we'll see it be a buyer's market again. Yeah and again you know in between those times if you're going to be a buyer you know making sure you got your ducks in a row you know go talk to the lender get your pre-approval and if there's a way to if you need to clean up credit or even as you're looking you know, you're still going to be able to build that better credit score, which mm-hmm. you might be able to open up more more funds available to you. So that way you're setting yourself up for a great success for once we find a home for you that's going to work perfect for your family. And I always do the whole entire hugged and loved. You know, you, you got to be able to walk in and the house just hugs you. And I know a lot of buyers kind of look at me a little funny as they're as I'm telling them this. I'm like, You'll know the home that you need to purchase mm-hmm. because when you walk in, you will feel at home. There's a feeling, there's like a little bit of a hug that you feel with the home. Right. It's got a vibe that you're like, I can see this happening. Well, and, and a lot of people stress out about the financial side of things. That's why you need to definitely talk with your financing advisors, um, where you're going to get through the lenders and whatnot, mm-hmm. um, and let them know that. Your, your intent is to do certain things at a certain time frame, and maybe you're concerned about what the market's going to be doing and where interest rates are, and they'll be able to tell you far more precisely. Um, I just watched uh, JR's presentation with Coffee with the Chamber. Right. Um, and he had a, a beautiful slide 
that listed out kind of the median or nominal interest rates over the last decade to 15, 20 years. 2008 timeframe was a long time ago now. Right. And even he said, we, we aren't going to see mortgage interest rates of 8% or more that probably again in our lifetime. So interest rates now are you know, three and a half, almost 4%. Mm-hmm. If the Fed does some bumping up of the, the Fed rates, which they are going to be, um, right now it's at, I think, 0.4%. By the end of the year, it could be in uh, 1.7, a little bit less than two, which translates into mortgage rates being maybe at the most 5%, right. which is normal. I mean, the last decade, that's been normal. I think my first house when I bought it back in... 2010. 2010, I think I was at five. Mm-hmm. I think it was maybe five and a half percent. Yeah. And, and that, I thought that was good. I mean, really, I mean, it was my first home. I really didn't know what I was doing. I just knew that, you know what, when you grow up, you go buy a house and something that you do as, as, a, as an adult, call it adulting now. Um, I thought 5% was good. And, and it was. It, yeah. And, and that was during a time when we were uh, in this recession that was created back from all the dynamics in 2008, roughly. And that was and during so, a lot of, there was a lot of distressed properties right. on the market during that time that I was looking, where looking at some of the, the homes, it was, okay, I'm going to have to fix up the following things, but, you know, can I, can I handle that? Can I fix, can I handle doing these things as a single mother? Is this something I can take on? I mean, mm-hmm. luckily the house we found didn't really need like a whole lot. I mean, it was really it was, moving ready. Yeah. It just took us a while to paint it. it. Took us a couple of years before we realized we can actually paint the house, and it's okay. And it's okay. It's your right. house. You can do with it what you'd like. Right. Um, yeah. So, that, right now, what we've seen here locally is things are starting to become stabilized again. Houses are coming on. They're going off, but they're refreshing relatively soon. Mm-hmm. So, if people are curious about what's on the market, definitely head over to MyRapids.com or, or MyNacusa.com. Yep, and you know, like like we say, we're we're trying to focus on Nakusa this year a little bit more because um, a lot of things happen in Rapids, but a lot of people are living in Nakusa as well. Right, and we've been seeing a lot more requests for properties in the Nakusa area. Mm-hmm. So you know, again, if you're listening in Port, if you're looking listening in Rapids or in Nakusa, and you're just kind of wondering, you know, what could my house list for? You know. Or what do I need to do in order to get my house ready or grandma's house or your aunt's? Give you a call? Give me a call at 715-323-2577. And I'll come over. We'll sit down. We'll talk. We'll walk you through everything and give you some some good ideas. We probably won't talk numbers at first time around, but at least then we can give you a direction. We come back about a week later and then we start talking numbers and just kind of see how everybody's doing with um, some of the homework we hand out. It's going to be an exciting year. It is. It's going to be a great year. All right. You have a great Central Wisconsin day. All right. Bye-bye.